Not recording. Okay, so we're recording. We're back again. <laughs> it's already been a wild day. First of all, we're recording this later than normal because Kat decided that she needed to sleep till noon. And then I decided I needed to run down the road to our guest's house to record there. So I am Keller and with me is our friend Richard and Kat. I feel I need to clarify too. I worked overnight. I didn't sleep at night. So it's not that I'm lazy. It's that I'm rest deprived. Sure, sure. Excuses, excuses. Yes. <laughs> so we're doing Tangled this week because it's been on my mind for the last few podcasts and I decided it was something we needed to do. But we're going to start a little backwards today. So instead of going through Tangled and then being like, here's all the backstory and all the fun information, I want to start with the backstory and the fun information. Because Rapunzel is actually a fairy tale that was first made popular by the Grimm brothers. And the original fairy tale is nothing like Tangled the movie. And I have opinions on Tangled the movie, and we'll get to those later because they are not... The movie is not about Rapunzel, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> it's not. The original story. Some, like misleading character. The story, like, not, about... the story arc is not the important one. But I have some things to say about the dynamic between Rapunzel and Gothel. Because, oh, I mean. Oh, yeah. That's... About psychological abuse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, watching that movie and having a whole different view on it. Yeah, that was something else. But no, I really believe that Tangled, the movie, Disney's Tangled, is about Eugene and his character arc. But that being said, the story of Rapunzel, not, not the original Grimm Brothers story, because they actually took it from an older source and just they were the ones that made it popular, is very different. First of all, Rapunzel is not a princess, is not royalty at all. In fact, she's the daughter of I don't even know if they initially say in the original story who she's the daughter of she's just the peasant. peasant yeah she's yeah. just a peasant it's just a peasant I was and, just going to say all I can remember is that she was poor yeah she was poor mhm and in the original in the grim brother story the her parents lived next door to a witch that had a really, really nice garden, and the mom wanted some lettuce, but it wasn't, it's not called lettuce, it's called rampion? Rapun. 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 I don't know how to pronounce it. Rapun. Rapun. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is where Rapunzel comes from. Um, and that's like the, the line I'm reading, sorry, I'm trying to read this too. The line right here, it said that the Rapun or the Rapunzel, looked fresh and green and she longed to eat it and she had the great desire to to try some so as this desire increased every day over her pregnancy she finally convinced her husband to go and get some and so she did and the this happens a couple different times and then the witch finally catches her or catches him sorry in the garden and is like i'm gonna do really mean things to you and your wife if you don't you know pay me back basically so the witch decides that she's going to take the baby when it's born. The part about locking her away in the tower and, you know, raising her as her own, that's, that's similar. But once she... They keep that. Yeah, they do keep that part, but it's, it's different. There's no magic flower. There's no glowing hair. The flower is a Disney creation, which has to do with her Sparkle being... Sparkle glitter flower? Yeah, I love the glittery mm -hmm. flower. That's hilarious. 
it's a great idea, but it doesn't fit. Like, it's not part of the original story. Um, so anyway, she grows up, you know, the whole Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. That is legitimate. That's from the Grimm Brothers stuff. What happens later on is that she grows older. She's not like 17, 18, like she is entangled. She's probably, what would you say, her mid-20s? 20s, 20s. Yeah. yeah. By the time the prince shows up, and it's your typical Grimm Brother fairy tale in that sense. Boy meets girl, boy likes girl, boy sleeps with girl. Which interferes. <laughs> which interferes, which throws well, prince out. She's conscious, so that's nice. Right. <laughs> which throws prince out window. Um, prince gets blinded oh. and he lands in a thorn bush and runs around the, oh. the wilderness for years because he can't see. Um, but which, oh, Gothel is initially from this one too. I forgot that they did go back to the original Gothel, which they yeah, did. They gave do. her a name. Right. Which they didn't they did do. They did take that name. And yes. Well, we have another. No, that's actually surprising because the whole time I was giving Disney shit and being like, you couldn't get more creative with it. So, okay, maybe I have to eat my words a little bit. Yeah, Gothel is here from the um, the Grimm Brothers story. But we also, Richard and I watched the fairy tale theater, which is Shelley Duvall. And they oh. don't name the witch in that version. So that's why I was like, oh, they do name her here. And and fairy tale theater is something that Shelley Duvall came up with to give as close to a G-rated rendition of the fairy tales as she could for television. And got a bunch of big actor names throughout the 80s to do these episodes on Showtime. And it's, oh, it's, that's cool. Yeah, we watched it. It's kind of cool. Um but so basically, Gothel finds out that Rapunzel has, you know, slept with the prince and is now knocked up. And so she casts her out into the world and she ends up wandering around basically the desert with eventually her two children. But she sings to them and she sang to the prince, which, you know, him wandering around doing his whole thing eventually hears her and the two of them meet back up again and she cries and she's so sad and so happy and so whatever to see him that her tears magically hear, heal his eyes and then the four of them, Rapunzel, the prince, the two babies, go back to his kingdom where they all live happily ever afterwards. But they keep the healy tears too. They do keep the healing tears. Yes, the healing tears, Gothel, and Rapunzel with her hair are about the only things in Disney's Tangled that make it in from the original story. In Tangled, they st- they give her her tear a magic quality that seems to be left over from her hair. Yeah. Which they don't in the original story. Right. It's just only, wow, random magic tears. Which, if well, and you, the rendition. If you read anything of Grimm Brothers, that's kind of how they roll anyway. So I got confused because the rendi- I kept the more I thought about it, the only thing I could really remember was that they were the the original Rapunzel, I guess, um, was not only poor, but like wasn't her hair literally gold? Like it wasn't healy magic hair. No, you're you're getting confused. Yeah, we may have to verge away from Disney to do Rumpelstiltskin because you are getting the two too mixed up. Or we can just call it a special called Shades of Rumple. Shades of Rumple. <laughs> I mean, oh, Rumpelstiltskin and Rapunzel are not the same story. No, no. 
Oh, shit. And Snow White and Rose Red has nothing to do with the traditional Snow White story that we have either. Yeah. But that's that's for another podcast. That's another That's yeah. another podcast. That's another <laughs> another adventure. So yeah, that's that's the original Grimm Brothers. And then the fairy tale theater stays fairly close to that. Um they make the parents candle makers, but they still live next door to now a nameless witch. They change it to radishes instead of rapun, which they still call it rapun. They just they refer to rapun as being a radish, radish. Yeah. As a special type of radish. Which the thing that they did, which I picked up on, I don't know if you picked up on, in Tangled, Gothel refers to Rapunzel as her little flower, thus hinting back to the flower that, you know, she had from birth. In the fairy tale theater She called her, her little radish. She called her her little radish, yes. yeah. So they kept that little I think they probably pulled from this as well. They they had they, the animators usually watch a lot of different versions of the fairy tales. Uh, that's because I know way too much about this crap. Well, that's why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> but so yes, they watch a lot of different versions there. The Shelley Duvall Aladdin is heavily played upon when you do the Aladdin episode. Yeah. Um but but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they do. They keep they do keep close to um the the Grimm brothers story. One of the things that they they did add in, at least what I thought, because I don't remember seeing it in, in the the Grimm Brothers version, is they give Rapunzel a pet. In the fairy tale theater version, it's a parrot who ends up spilling the secret of the prince showing up to, you know. Those are the fucking worst. They are. <laughs> oh, I hear your parakeets. They got some words to say about that. Um, oh my god, they have so many things to say about stuff. And all of it's rude. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. They're being quiet today. Normally you can like really hear them and they like overpower both of us. It's great. Um, oh man, they were screaming at us last time. Yeah, it was great. I don't remember what part we were talking about, but they went crazy. Just think of yourself as living in the enchanted tiki room. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> they give us the parrot. The parrot speaks, of course, and, you know, Rapunzel and the prince, who they name Henry, Prince Henry, who's played by, oh, geez, you know. Uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. And I have to say, because I'm so used to Jeff Bridges being older, that it took me a little while to realize that it was Jeff, Jeff Bridges, Bridges playing the father and then Jeff Bridges playing the prince. I was like, wow, that looks like a young Jeff Bridges. And then I was like, no, duh, you idiot. Of course it's young Jeff Bridges. This was done in the 80s. Like, like Absolutely. Jeff Bridges. I'm the young Jeff Bridges. <laughs> yeah, I think we determined it was 1983. Yeah. Is that what we came up with? That's what we said. Or 84. No, 83, because you thought, I thought it was 84. Yeah. 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 So there's a lot of dirty sex jokes in there, too. Like, oh, my God, there are so many. The cucumber joke. The cucumber joke. So in the beginning of it, you know, the wife is like, I'm real I have this craving. I have this craving. I want this thing. And the husband's like, Do you want this? Do you want that? And she's like, No, that doesn't sound good. No, that doesn't sound good. And she mentions like tomatoes or something and finally says cucumbers. And she's like, No, I don't want cucumbers. And he's like, I got a cucumber for you. And I was like, Oh my god. Like <laughs> Oh, oh, racy. <laughs> Her mouth, it was just like shocked. Yeah. Of course, the 80s, they didn't sugarcoat things as much for kids because kids wouldn't over their heads anyway. Yes. So there is adult so. humor in all of them. And I must say, too, because one of the things that I I picked up on, which they don't, it picks up on in the Grimm's version, but they really do it in the fairy tale version, 
is Rapunzel grows up to be just like dad and is constantly fucking horny on Maine for this prince and any other man that she could possibly find. Like, seriously, that was her prime focus. It wasn't about, oh, I'm being locked in this tower in a way. It was pretty much, I want to get laid. No, I really Get pregnant. Get pregnant immediately. Yeah. There was still the, the time oh. lapse when she was a bit older, so she's still in like her mid twenties. But yeah, you know, horny on Maine for sure. Like that's I kept saying well, that. And I would say too. early mid twenty year olds, I mean accurate for the most part. <laughs> but like I don't know. They have all their drive is all in the wrong direction. So Yeah. yeah. They Ooh. do they do change the story a little bit. Um she does, she cuts her hair, which is the same as in the Grimm Brothers. Actually, I think they're really close to the Grimm Brothers. Yeah, it is. So the, the fairy tale story sticks very close to the Grimm Brothers. I'm reading it right here. They they yeah. drag it out longer because literally like the original fairy tale takes like three minutes to read. Right. And uh, an episode of fairy tale oh. takes 44. 44. So. so they do drag it out a bit, but Gothel cuts off Rapunzel's hair vanishes with her and like casts her out into the desert where you know she's pregnant ends up having these kids and that's all we hear about rapunzel for a little while henry shows up and you know does the whole rapunzel rapunzel let down your hair which it's just let down your hair not let down your long hair or whatever it's just rapunzel Rapunzel. whatever crazy long one yeah one big thing i noticed from tangled too is that they give rapunzel a hook up by her that is non-existent in the fairy tale theater one and but in the fairy tale theory, I would say I appreciate the hook because it's the only thing that makes that reasonable. Right. It does. But in the fairy tale theater one too, they have like a little gargoyle dragon statue thing on the corner of the yep. balcony and she wraps her hair around that. Oh, I did not notice that. Yeah, she same does idea. wrap her hair. So yeah, same idea, but instead of it being high, it's down on the balcony itself. So it just kind of sits next to her. Like a yeah. In the fairy tale theater one, they constantly talk about how she can't cut her hair because her mother tells her it will be the worst day of her life when she does. Yes. So that's why she doesn't cut, cut it down her. and just leave herself. Yes. Yeah, because she could totally just do that. But yeah, no, her cutting her hair is a bad thing, apparently. And entangled, we noticed that she can leave her tower. She has the ability to leave the tower. By using her hair, hair without aid of anybody. Right. But she doesn't. But she doesn't. Because men are evil. Well, and I would also argue, like, we do see her leave the tower, but it's unclear how she would get back up there. If she were not herself up there. Because That's that true. little uh, door is walled up. Covered in lines and blocked up and everything. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, so it's just a plot point flaw that I was like, wait, how'd they get back there? Except she takes, Gothel dismantles the door when she freaks out, realizing Punzel's gone. Right. Yeah. Although I'm wondering if the hook... kind of solved that problem, but it was something that I was like, well, maybe she doesn't want to leave because she knows that she can't get back up there and she'll be busted right. as well. Yeah, oh, the fairy tale theater one, they show them blocking the door. She doesn't start to block it. Until she becomes probably 15 or 16. Yeah, she's She a lets her play out in the woods and in the enchanted forest up until the time when she's a teenager in that version. Yeah, because up until she, she figures out that men are cool. Oh, oh, and in fairy tale theater, that witch is a man hater. Oh, 100%. Oh, like Gothel just hates the world. 
this the witch in the fairy tale theater is specifically like men are evil. I'm gonna lock you yeah. in this tower. Men are the men no. are evil. Yeah, pretty much. Like no, like legitimately. Oh, no. It's very Carrie level. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, totally. But I mean, the storyline in that it still finishes off similar. You know, the the prince shows up, the witch kicks him out the window. He gets blinded, wanders around the desert. You know, the the healing tears. They live happily ever after. Disappointed because the prince falls into a logging, becomes blind, and yes. thorns. Yes, in, in the original. He's supposed to fall into like this giant thorn bush. Like the way I picture it in my head is is thinks sleeping he, Yeah. yeah. Philip has to cut through to the tower, to the castle. Yeah. Like that's what I'm thinking. And no, in the in the fairy tale theater one, he just falls and when he lands, he hits his head on a log and goes blind with shitty cheesy That's not how that works. No. Oh that tear. That special <laughs> magical tear. Special magical tear. Oh the blood. The blood. The blood. The blood. That was great. It was so funny. You like I highly recommend you 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 watch this stuff because it's it's great. Especially Fun fact, a lot of the fairy tale theater episodes are available on YouTube, so you probably couldn't find them because the DVD has been out of print for a while. Oh, so they're probably definitely on YouTube at this point. Yeah. We are no way affiliated with YouTube, just saying. Fair. Yeah, it's free plug, free plug. We're just covering all of our We would give them a class. (laughs) There's a reason we haven't put our podcasts on YouTube yet. (laughs) Um... So yes, those that brings us into actual tangles, where the big things to take away from the earlier versions are that Pascal replaces the macaw, Rapunzel is the princess, and they created this entire brand new backstory, um, including her mom that becomes sick, and which is where they have the flower from, and you know the that. When they cured the mom, the magic went into the, the baby, and Rapunzel's born with the hair that's shiny and great, and you know. The only yeah. So, well, and it's interesting how much, like, the pieces, it sounds like they kept a lot, but the pieces they chose to keep, I think, are like, that's a weird choice. I wonder why that's the part they chose to keep. The other um, thing I've noticed, too, about Disney is that every time they've been reinventing the fairy tales, um, as we get as we get further into the decade, the more new fairy tales they're coming up with, the less they're looking like their counterparts. Mm-hmm. So Tangled, I think, is probably one of the last few that kept really uh, m- more elements. And they barely kept any uh, of the they, elements. I right. really, Tangle, the, the reason they called it Tangle and not Rapunzel is because Eugene gets tangled up in Rapunzel's story and it's about him. Very fair. Well, and it does, I mean, when it does open, we do get Flynn as the narrator, and we, it kind of that it, I would argue that it almost hints that really the story you're following is Flynn's story, and also Rapunzel is there, like, he just happens to be in the world of Rapunzel. Yeah, no, I I would say that too, and rewatching it, that's kind of the conclusion that we came to as well. Yeah. Um, So yeah, so the other thing that stays the same is that they kept the witch's name Gothel. She steals the baby, brings her to the tower. So I mean, there are there are definitely elements that show Rapunzel and show the initial story, but it's kind of like comparing Wizard of Oz to the book. The Wizard of Oz is really only has these base points that are the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like another one I think of immediately is Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. last book. Um, yeah, 
lots of similar elements, not necessarily the same story. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I'm looking at my notes. Gothel steals the baby. That's literally my note. Cute backstory. <laughs> yes, she does. And it, well, and I would, I think it's the fact that they kept the name Gothel and someone didn't come up with a better name is hilarious to me, but that's, it's fine. It's fine. One of the things I noticed about Tangled was her personality switches. She, at one moment, Rapunzel is, I can take care of myself. I'm, I know, I'm strong woman and then the next instant she's like oh help me and sometimes it's in the same scene which is very confusing because you don't know if disney is trying to do the the stronger heroine that doesn't need a prince or if they're trying to make her where she needs a prince all the time so that that was very confusing when i was watching the conflict with her personality yeah she's very wishy-washy on a shallow level, it's. I think this movie, if you look at the um, time, I can't remember the exact date, but like earlier 2000s, there was a little, there was like, there was feminist movement happening and it's fine and it was out there, but they weren't really sure what to do or where to go with it. So I don't think Disney knew how to incorporate a princess story without a prince. And I think you can kind of see that in the Rapunzel story where he didn't really know how to create a strong female character and also have her be rescued by a prince-like figure because he's not a prince he's a thief and i really think that they were so focused on the princess brand that they really wanted to make money with her so they made her a princess and reversed the roles yeah because that's something disney would do they yeah, it's very. i think on a more sinister level that you can look at it psychologically as she is naturally in a place in her life where she and she does i mean she murders someone with the frying pan several times so it's not that she doesn't have the the ability to defend herself but because gothel has filled her head with all this like the world is dark and scary and also you're kind of dumb and never will be able to take care of yourself it deals with situations i would argue in a really extreme way then when she like knocks someone out for instance she's like oh i can handle the world but then every situation is brand new to her so she's like right back to where she starts with being insecure and not knowing what to do and then they like yeah no that yeah that's that's a good point um still makes her inconsistent and wishy-washy and i want to like her but then she's useless again she is and at the end of the film you don't feel like there's really a lot of personal growth not for her they they catch you with the the emotions but not not the not the personal growth part eugene on the other hand has an amazing story arc like i i want to watch a movie about eugene i could care less it comes full circle i would like the eugene pre-story yeah or he Disney's really big on making, you know, movie movie to video or movie to home. Sequels. Can we please have one on Eugene's backstory? Like, yes, like I would just like a 40-minute movie. Yeah. Yes. 
or even or even a little cartoon series with each one of well, his imaginary they, adventures. They tangled the series, but but about him, right? Yeah, no, about Eugene. And I don't like Tangled the series because it's supposed to take place after Tangled the movie, and she magically has her hair back. It's right up there with the Emperor's New School. That was pretty terrible too. I never saw that. I, don't, I, don't I watched the first few episodes of Tangled the series because a friend of mine asked me to. And Sorry. While, oh, I enjoyed a couple of them, but I enjoyed the Eugene parts. But now that she let us know that friends can ask her to do that, I'm going to get her to watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the series. The jokes in that movie. I saw your post on Facebook about how Spaceballs always has really good knockoffs. <laughs> Star Wars. Then it's Star Wars, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. wow, that's amazing! <laughs> that is so good." Um. Anyways, back to Tangled. Um. So yeah, they the Gothel being extremely manipulative. Manipulative. I can word. English master. Um. <laughs> I make thinky words with brainy parts. Yes. Um. She's she's all oh, she's a trip, man. She's in one sentence being like, you're right. You don't need anybody. You'll be fine. And in the next sentence, you can't do anything because you're fat and ugly. Like, holy shit. At one point, I caught myself actually like up on my couch, like knees to my chest, cuddling a pillow, just like, this woman is a nightmare. Yeah. Like triggered. Yeah. It was like, oh my God. This is a monster. This is terrible. And there was, like, looking at it in that way, there was a lot of, like, it was like I don't know who wrote this, but the, the psychological dynamic between Rapunzel and Gothel is just, it, like you said, it's just a fucking trip, man. It's insane. It's, He's a sociopath. Yeah, I threw, out, I threw out Stockholm Syndrome at one point, which I'm not 100% sure if that's that's what it is, but it's definitely going down that path. Like, it's... I mean, you're missing the love part, but right, yeah. Right, but it's, it's got that. She, it, it's because she needs to keep her there for the flower power. Right, yeah. And Rapunzel. Well, and I would talk about her, so. Argue, it's more the, like, narcissistic, uh, I guess empathetic is the other polar of that dynamic, where you have someone who's constantly manipulating insecurities and the situation and knows more about the situation. She just gaslights the fuck out of her this whole yeah. time. Yeah. And someone who is so easily manipulated, like cults do this kind of shit where they're like, look how scary and terrible the world is. And then every time something goes wrong, they say, Oh, well look, it's because you tried to leave. We were right. The world is terrible and scary. Actually, now you have to come back. She reminds me a lot of the of the husband on Gaslight. She very oh, much is dude. that. Not kidding. Yeah, when you saw when you said Gaslight, I I just triggered and was like, I was thinking about the movie. And it's like you're right. She's a female version of him. Very much so. And the whole time she's just turning turning on the lights upstairs and then acting like she's not home. It's monstrous. Yep. So. Um, and that's like the second round of Mother Knows Best had me all kinds of uncomfortable. And I was like, I don't like it. I don't want to be here anymore. She's scary and mean. I hate her. I don't like that song at all. I don't like the words of that song. And I'm mad at myself because it has a catchy fucking tune and I want to sing it. 
Oh, but it sounds so good. Like it's, and that's the thing with Disney, Disney music. His composers are just fucking great at what they do. They're just oh, yeah. so goddamn good. Alan Menken and Howard Ashton were the bomb. Alan Menken still is, of course, there. He's still there. I was going to ask if that was in your arsenal of fun facts because I saw Alan Menken many, many times through this. I think he wrote every song involved yeah. in this particular yeah. movie and probably a lot of the other new ones. Yeah, Alan Menken was that. And I noticed that Glenn Keane became a head animator, which I hadn't realized myself when I was looking at that because he, he's been doing animation since... Um, since I want to say the great mouse detective, so oh wow, so like, good for him. <laughs> That's a movie, yeah, we're well, movie too. Yeah. Great mouse detective. We're oh, gonna... the great mouse detectives, or the what's the other one with? Is it called the Adventures Down Under? Oh, the Rescuers Down Under. Rescuers, yeah. Rescuers Down Under. Thank you. That's oh, I would love to watch that again. I haven't watched that since I was like oh, nine. To let you know, there are nine Rescuers books. All by Marjorie Sharp. Oh, really? Oh, I should read those to my son. I bet he'd dig those. None I bet of, you he would. None of the books are any of the movie plots, but they go right along with it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And The Great Mouse Detective has four books by Eve Titus. Shit. Right? <laughs> so that's going to increase your reading list for a while. And if you're not aware, Mary Poppins has seven books. Oh my god, I didn't realize that and, and The Wizard of Oz has, well, there's 44 official Oz books, but there's 14 by the original author. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. I have them all. <laughs> I'll <probably see> <laughs> you mentioned, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, we seem to be getting off track a lot today, though. We are. We, we are. are. We, we bounce. We do, oh, yeah. I mean, we do this anyways, but do we, we okay. Um, <laughs> well, we're really. Yeah, and we don't. No cuts. It all goes live. Send it I live. Telling, I was telling him. Fuck it. We were it, man. <laughs> Stop. So anyway, it. Send it live. We have all this, this mommy knows best bullshit. And I don't remember if we completely, or if we, I'm completely, I'm reading my notes, if we cut to Flynn at that point or not. But at some point we cut to Flynn and we learn about yeah, him. The, the, there's the opening. I Her hilarious sequence of doing 800 things and then making it to 7.15 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Which just looked like yeah. a nightmare. Yeah, I and will like, say though... Her attitude is unbelievable. I'd be angry all the time. I would too. I will say though that during that scene she said something about making candles and I'm that's a throwback to the fairy tale theater. I picked up on that. Yeah. I thought that was cool. So... Well, and that's the... So, I think that's one of the big like Disney secrets too is like go and find the original if you can and if they're out there showings of these because they do put Easter eggs like that in there and I didn't know that because I did not know the original Rapunzel Lettuce story because all this was catalyst of I I don't know pregnancy munchies so yeah all, yeah just because she's well in the fairy tale version the witch is like oh they're gonna have a baby i want it so she like casts a spell on her to want the radishes but yeah basically oh, there's, a reason, there's a reason i wanted to title this episode i did it all for the lettuce and it's because pregnancy cravings and i it's it all the pregnancy cravings going a little it off track, wild idea about how women in pregnancy work Yes, but in Into the Woods, are you listening? It, into the Woods has their own Rapunzel segment too, where they blended several of the original fairy tales together. 
I love Into the Woods. It's such a good movie. I mean, I, I fortunately I've seen it with the original the original production before Disney, Disney actually did Disney it. But, it. But Disney kept that one closer. And another off topic, like we were discussing, so many people think now, nowadays, think the fairy tales were made by Disney. And that's actually kind of scary. Because every single Disney animated film is based on a story of some sort. Nothing has ever been original. I think people kind of started to realize that, though, with, like, Princess and the Frog. I would argue Lady and the Tramp was an original story. Because that was, we learned that was stemmed from his, like, an actual situation where he gifted his wife a puppy. And, like, one of his co-writers, he was like, go write a story about a dog. And so they write, wrote a story about their own dog. Well, yeah. and, and well, was, in part, yes. That, yeah. yeah. But there's also a, a magazine that published a short story over a few episodes or a few editions that had the original story. Yeah, so you're, so you're missing part of that. So the, the magazine had uh, several pieces of the story. She read it. She really liked it. They went back to the original author and said, hey, can you rewrite this as a solid story? And they actually came out with an edition of the book um, called Lady and the Tramp hardcover. Very, very, very rare. Super hard to get a hold of. Um that kind of combines the original story that Disney wrote their screenplay from. Cool, cool. If that helps. You're stunned into silence. <laughs> I was like, I lost you. I'm no, sorry. I but um, but that that book I've tried to get a hold of several times. I've never found it under five hundred dollars. It's an it's an expensive. Oh, damn. Wow. Yeah. So. Is that That's collector's item. Amazon, <laughs> um, Amazon doesn't have it. No, I was kidding. We That's on my eBay wish list. That I, I leave it up to, you know, because you can search and have the search run for you. I leave it on there just to see if I ever find a copy that goes on by accident. But it's 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 it looks like it's a pretty cool book. Yeah, that'd be cool to have. Um, so yeah, anyways, Flynn, we get we get Flynn's backstory. Of him being a thief, and they seal, ironically enough, Rapunzel's crown. Which, am I the only one that noticed that the crown magically went from baby size to full adult head size? Right. Without any adjustments? I mean, granted, we had all that time where we skipped. Although maybe it's like the crowns of England, where they have them pre-made, and she goes in and picks one. Could be. But that's why they have that one in the room. I guess it kind of glanced on her baby head as if it's too big, but it doesn't look like it's not a normal sized crown on a head would easily like slip all the way over a baby's head. Just oh, yeah. She would have been able to wear it as a, a freaking. Not no, like I've ever bought myself a CR for any obscure reason. Yeah, that's not important. Yeah, anyway. turns into the plant. Yeah, the crown just goes all the way over him. Um, I do love the fact though that Rapunzel tries to wear it as like a bracelet. And like <laughs> it's adorable. And I think it's cute that they make her kind of absent in that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, we cut to Flynn and they're running across the well, they're breaking into the castle to steal the crown. And that's all pretty funny secrets. I my favorite part of that though was as they're running away. And he's like, he's still having a conversation about how he'd look good in a castle. Don't you think he'd look good in a castle? I think I should afford this castle. <laughs> They're like actively yeah. escaping the police, which I thought was super funny to watch. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that whole segment. And then he ends up, thanks to Maximus, because for the first half of the movie, Maximus fucks up everything, this stupid horse. 
Very I much. would argue the horse is almost a better police officer, which I think is really. <laughs> You're not wrong. He's still an idiot, but he's trying his oh, best. Oh, he does some weird shit. Yeah, he does. He's definitely not. The fact a- that they make him dog-like too, I thought was a really weird thing. I was like, I don't. I, it's super funny to watch, but it's such a strange choice. Because yeah. they went full dog with that horse. You mentioned that. Actually. I did, yeah. That he was more like a dog than a horse. Yeah, they did. They went, yeah, they did. I was but. like, that's a giant pony. She even tells him to sit at one point. I've never successfully told a horse to sit and had them do it. Except he's listening I, to PL. Anyway. I've seen horses that have been trained to that when you say sit, they sit. But yeah. I, you're, you're right. I've never successfully gotten a horse to sit on command. I saw it once. I feel like that's not a common thing. You know, you go to you go to rodeo shows and stuff. They have those horses are trained to do all kinds of stuff. I mean, horses are incredibly smart, but they're not dogs. They're horses. I mean, they they're actually not dogs. Had, on the episode of I Love Lucy. They had the horse sit in a chair. Yeah. He literally sat like, it was yeah. a real horse. Yeah, I just like to know how they did that on set. Right? Oh no. Um, questionable right so flynn flynn and i'm gonna call him flynn at this point because that's that's who he is he's not eugene yet he's flynn. Know his secret yet. Uh, well that's and he's, he acts like a flynn he doesn't act like eugene like you can that's kind true he has a personality flynn. change i love yoshi <laughs> once again that cartoon series the adventures of flynn rider like he always imagined would be cool because be cool. they could make it very much zoro like yeah they, oh that'd be cool that would be super it cool is a very so that would be fun. Flynn, Flynn with a couple of the crossbow bolts that magically don't hit him because he has plot armor, makes it to Rapunzel's tower and scales the side of it and climbs inside and promptly meets Frying Pan. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. The alone at last, and then he just gets railed. Yeah. Demolished to the back of the head. And when I saw, like, as a kid, I was like, ha ha. But then looking at it again, I was like, oh, he dead. and i love the fact that they keep that joke throughout the movie like rapunzel that's her main weapon and then at one point when 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 eugene has the frying pan he's like oh i gotta get one of these like and at the end yeah like i like the fact they kept that joke like that was that was a fun one that was a fun running gag the frying pan was a riot yeah that was good and an off side note i actually had an aunt that hit my uncle over the head with the frying pan so it just Kind of <gasps> just and I have to say too, at one point we get a really good close up of the frying pan. It's very clearly a cast iron. So one, that thing is heavy. Two, it's going to do some damage. Three, that's a really good weapon for Rapunzel. Yeah, that's a good it's, weapon. Think, for every day. Yeah, but like I mean, you don't need a gun. You can go to bed no, with a frying pan. Even that like frying pan, that thing's got to weigh a good eight nine pounds. Like it's it's heavy. You flip yeah. one of those things around. Like good for her. You know, like. So yeah, like that was a good choice. Good choice, was. which we don't see often with Disney princesses. They make a lot of choices that just like are made out of panic and chaos, and then they do really silly shit. Yeah. Um, the frying pan was a good choice. The only other Disney product I could think of that had frying pans was the baby dinosaur. Not from, the mama. Right? Oh God, That's the only thing I can think of right now. Baby Sinclair. I totally forgot dinosaur. about that. How could you forget about dinosaurs? It's such a good show. It's so good. Oh, oh I love it. it. So anyway, Rapunzel. Rapunzel so here. She murders. She, she murders Flynn. Flynn. She 
figures out that he has the crown, doesn't know why he has the crown, but that he has it, hides it in a bucket, stuffs him in a closet. Oh, man, the stuffing him in the closet. She knocks him out a second time because he wakes up and then she gets frightened, so she smacks him again. Dude, she too hand comes down on his face with that frying pan, and I, like, noticeably cringed the second time. And was like, oh, God, like... He should have some broken bones in his, probably his cheeks and his eye sockets and maybe the big... Yeah, like there would be noticeable damage. But again, plot. Okay. I mean, even Roger Rabbit saw Tweety Birds. Yeah. Right? But... Damn. But okay. Unlike Um, the original fairy tale and the fairy tale theater version... Gothel finds out almost immediately that there's a boy in the house, and Rapunzel's not. Well, no, wait, no. Oh, in the fairy tale, she does find out the boy's in the house right away. No, she doesn't. No, it goes on for like Rapunzel tries to tell her. She does, and that's different too. Rapunzel tries to be like, "Look, Gothel, there's a boy in the house," and she just won't have it. And Gothel, also, I knocked him the fuck out. Aren't you proud? Gothel's just. Stupid as Rapunzel sometimes, but you know, it's very odd. Again, she can't look outside herself. Eugene, that's just just Eugene plot armor. That's that's how I'm taking it. Nobody Can knows Eugene plot armor because of Eugene plot armor. Fair. So this is so cute. <laughs> um, I totally lost my train of thought. I know the other thing said something about the um, Mother Gothel song being as creepy as it is, being very, very something you hum. Like Mother Knows Best. But I keep thinking with an actual sociopath, they say a lot of negative things in a positive way. Right. So if it's done to you positively to reinforce, you're not going to notice what the words are so much because it doesn't sound negative to your ear. It sounds like music. and. That might actually be a pretty good portrayal with that. Yeah, I process. feel like Gothel is is a perfect representation of what that kind of psychological manipulation, like how people use Inside Out, is like this is this is how we express our emotions to little right. kids. Gothel's a good representation of the the psychological and mental abuse and gaslighting. And like, if anybody's like, what what does this kind of abuse look like? Gothel, Tangled, like boom, you got it. Covered. Like go watch Tangled and observe Gothel. Um, her yeah. Character. And I'm not sure if they meant to do it that poignantly. Her, the, I like what you were saying about if you are, and particularly in Rapunzel's situation where this is the only situation she's aware of. She's only ever dealt with Gothel. She's never been outside. She doesn't know that there's another way to be spoken to. Mm -hmm. Um, No. Which is very true with child, like children of narcissists relationships where you don't understand that normally people can compliment you without also putting you down in the same sentence and making sure you're never bigger than them. Because that's not a complex in their world. In Gothel's situation, it's to maintain control and keep her hidden away. Um, in real life, it's just like, because control is the name of the game. And that's the, that's the end thing. There's no right. magic flower, which is almost worse. Yeah, no, there's no plot armor. Um, oh. Yeah, no, I, my note here says that Rapunzel would have told Gothel about Flynn had she not yelled. So Gothel yelling and not listening to Rapunzel is what drives her to be like, fuck you, fight me. 
Um, so instead of telling God, would, what? Yeah, it's like the beginning of her being like, something is kind of weird with our dynamic. Yeah. Around 18 is around the time you would be like, even if you weren't exposed to anything else, that's around the time kids start questioning and wanting to wanting to leave, if not sooner. The fact it took her till 18 actually is pretty astonishing. I mean, she wanted to see the lights, like the yeah, whole, thing. whole thing. I don't know if they're like I've ever really got the feeling that she didn't want to be in her tower and that she wasn't content. I I just feel like she was just drawn to the lights. Right. She just wanted to go see the lights. That's all she wanted. Yeah, yeah. If you think about it, yeah, that's that's what drives Rapunzel the entire story. She like, wants to see the lights. Just all this other shit happens to her. Like literally, if Gothel had just taken her to even a hilltop near the lights without going, it probably right. The whole story ends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And who knows when she would have gotten the desire to leave again. Right. She would have been happy. She would have gotten what she wanted. She would have been happy. Right. So. It is that, like, narcissistic egomaniac thing of, the, the like, the need to, a seemingly simple request is not even allowed because, because control. Because yeah. I can't yeah. control that situation. So, no, you're too fat and stupid and dumb to go out in the world. And it's actually your fault I'm protecting you by not allowing you to do this. Which goes right back to Gaslight and that incident where she wants to leave for the party. Same thing. Same MO. It's yeah. Like, yeah. So she in in a moment of I don't know, inspiration. Some temporary clarity almost. Right. Because like, she manipulates she you learn you live what you right. learn. Correct. She manipulates Gothel into leaving for three days to go get some sort of shell or something for paints. Because she wants the specific color of paints. And Gothel's like, but it's such she a... wants the white paint. Which I thought was yeah. sad. Because all I could think was, oh, it's because she doesn't have any room anymore. And that was the only thing she could think of. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, white oh. That didn't even occur to me. I was thinking it was more that it was getting... She knew it took her three days to go do it. And that would get That's... her time. I, I very much took it as a Probably that simple. Too, but... You have a point. You do have a point. Yeah. Um, so anyways, Gothel's like, all right, if that's what you really want, it's better than going and seeing the Lancers. So she goes off. Blaine, Even that like, seemingly simple request, she's like bitchy and snarky about it. And then she's like, I, you're so lucky. I love you so much. How nice, look how nice I am to you, which I was like, yeah, oh, exactly. Only because she used, she used the representation. Well, I thought it was better than asking to go and see the lights because you didn't want me to do that. Mm -hmm. So giving her two choices to pick. Which one was the worst evil? That's what I'm saying. You live yeah. what you learn. Like, Bingo. Rapunzel is manipulating Gothel just to the same extent that Gothel manipulates Rapunzel. And to a certain extent, yeah, she doesn't have a Yeah. She's like, you you will bring me to see the, the lanterns and then bring me home, and we'll forget we even saw this 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 conversation. Like, She does a little bit channel her inner Gothel as best she yeah. can. Super funny yeah. to watch her try to be domineering because she's real bad yeah. at it. <laughs> she is that, but you know, again, that's that's all she knows. So how she doesn't know any other tactics, you know. But anyways, so she, Flynn gets out of the, the cabinet. Finally, he tries his smolder look thing. I was just gonna say he tries to put on the smolder, but she's never. Honestly, this makes him look even worse. I was, I was thinking the other night, I was like, Flynn, this really isn't. This has. This is not going good for you, dude. Just stop while you're ahead, because. You look even worse. Please, no, don't do it. No. <laughs> Just, did you get that vibe? No, not. Why? Okay. 
Um, I get the vibe that he was he's very much a womanizer. He likes to take girls and for a short time until they find their forever homes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So they they make a plan to go see the lanterns. Flynn reluctantly agrees to do this. Well, he was being blackmailed. I mean, he was being blackmailed, but regularly blackmailed. They leave, they end up leaving the tower, and this is the scene where we're talking about how she could always leave, but she just never did. But then we discuss how, you know, how the hell is she going to get back in, which makes sense as to why she would never leave. Um, I also think a little <laughs> bit there's there's a really subtle hint at, like, the the thing that happens with the psychological abuse situation where you automatically turn around and want to protect your abuser. Like, she wouldn't... One of the rules right away was you can't ask about my hair, my mom, or the tower. Yeah. Yeah. And that was her, like, she has her own shit going on in her own conflicts, but she doesn't want to tell anyone. So she knows that, like, if other people heard it, they'd be like, you know that bitch is crazy, right? And you should probably get away from her. Yeah. But she has... You know, victim bonding, trauma bonding. That's what it's called. Trauma bonding. Trauma bonding. So she's still attached to Gothel, which is real sad. She leaves the tower and has a real, real, uh, <laughs> some conflicted moments. That's a cute little scene, though. Like, I like that scene where she goes back and forth with it. Let's do this. No, I can't. I'm horrible. This is the best day ever. I'm the most horrible daughter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the worst yeah. person alive. One of my notes here, though, says that her hair is magic in more than just the flower because it never gets tangled, ha ha ha, or knotted, <laughs> or anything. Like, her hair is more than just magic because it's magic. It's magic because it's fucking perfect and 30 feet long. You know, that's a good point. She never gets snagged on anything, like, except for the couple times someone steps on her hair. Right. Where it functions to the plot, her hair is like. Imper- it has its own version of plot armor. <laughs> Anti-tangle plot armor. Yeah. So, so she's yeah. having the best day ever. And the worst day ever. And the worst day ever. And Flynn is a... I love planning. Flynn. Yeah. He gets yeah. Flynn, Flynn in that little scene, though, where he's just like, oh, my fucking God. Like, come on, lady. Figure it out one way or the other. He gets the idea to go to the snuggly duckling where he thinks it's going to convince her to go home and forget this entire thing. Um, he brings her to a dive yeah. bar. That is an 18-year-old child. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think it's a criminal crazy. dive bar. It takes place before they put drinking ages, though. Yeah, yeah, true. And that song, like the Snuggly Duckling, my daughter is Snuggly Duckling. The song, what the hell? Oh, that was oh my god! That that old the man, the dream, the old man in the Cupid costume. Yeah, that's what I take back from that. Old man in the Cupid was great. I was reading the the cast and character, and some of the names of these thieves are ridiculous there's like stabbington and hook and one of them is literally named like big nose guy listen the animators have to have fun too yeah <laughs> it's, oh this was so ridiculous it's super funny <laughs> but, 
The horse fucks it up again. Gothel finds out that all of this is going on. Because yeah, well, at this Gothel, point the horse is like, working for the team. Yeah, the horse yeah, no, Maximus is still trying to catch Flynn at this point. So Yeah, like is Maximus this- breaks in all super cop style. But Gothel's playing like 4D chess. She's like she's standing outside the bar and she's kind of assessing the situation. Yeah. She very much did not angry mom. Like, so when I was a teenager and ran away with a 25-year-old boy, my mom kicked in that door and dragged me out. And that was kind of the end of that conversation. Yeah. Well. Uh, Gothel doesn't do that. No. (laughs) No, she takes it to her own advantage and plays a psychological trick to end all psychological tricks. To give her a permanent place to have control. Yeah. I was going to say, it's all, in the end, the idea isn't to, like, protect her daughter. It's to permanently scare her from going out in the world. And right now, she's having fun. So she recognizes that she that won't work right now. So she bides her time. She's just going to stand by. Such a bitch. But. <laughs> I have my notes as Maximus keeps fucking shit up. So <laughs> he does. He, does. he just bulldozes like, into situations. <laughs> and, like. Bull in a china shop everywhere. Yeah. Chaos. Yeah. So they they end up getting because they had this really fucking crazy ass song. The, the thieves help Flynn and Rapunzel escape through the trapdoor that Maximus then finds and gives chase. And immediately, is, Maximus yeah. finds it immediately. <laughs> this is, this is when we get the stupid scene where <laughs> Flynn fights Maximus. Because Maximus can apparently pick up a sword with his teeth. Oh my god. Green horse. He's, he's, yeah. He's a war horse. He's a war horse. horse. (laughs) Doesn't your horse sword fight, Keller? God. No, no, my horse is good. Horses sword fight. Good thing I don't have horses. I've never had a horse. (laughs) Will Mr. Ed do that? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, he didn't. Um, the the other part here that you know like you were saying the the stabbington bros there gothel teams up with the stabbington bros we get the scene where the dam breaks because again maximus is an asshole dude he kicks down the only weight supporting beam in that whole canyon and nobody blames the horse. Everybody's like, oh, good job, horse. You did it. No, oh, yeah. horse. You fucking flooded an entire countryside. What's wrong with you? Seriously, like, that town has no water now. What the hell? Fucking horse. When they're trapped in that flood and they go in one door and they go out the same door and suddenly they're in a different countryside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is not Harry Potter. No, yeah. It runs straight into a hole in the wall. They do. And, and that, that seems important, though, because not only does Rapunzel decide that the, the, the dam breaking and the water and them drowning and everything is all entire her fault, we get... Oh, that was so sad to me. Because that's sad. a very appropriate response to someone who has been in that kind of situation where you suddenly turn around and you're like, everything was true. It's all my fault. Me making one choice for myself is the catalyst of all bad things all in the world. It. Yeah, but we also, this is also when we find out that Flynn's real name is Eugene, 
And it also learn it brings a, brings us to him learning about the magic hair and their escape through the portal of Narnia into the kingdom of wherever it is that they live. <laughs> oh my gosh, I had to explain to my son that you couldn't pull rocks up off something if you are floating in the water. I was like, you need to, I need you to understand that this would never work in real life because when you are in the water, you are buoyant. Right. Right by the fact that she starts to sing, stops, and then her hair, hair works. Yeah. Right. Like, and that's the it's only time it works. The whole song, you're right. The whole point is that she has to sing the whole whole song. And then and she takes two lines, stops, yep. and then her hair glows. Yep. For some reason it works. Because, well, they couldn't die because then the movie would be over, so. I'm just I... saying you have radioactive hair. Right. <laughs> radioactive hair. So all your own rules, yeah. Disney. Right. Okay. So they get out of the water. Eugene cuts his hand. We get the magic hair song, which is kind of catchy in itself. I it like is. the magic hair it's song. Nice. I like it. It's, pleasant. it's cute. It's, it's very oh. nice. It's cute. It's easy to remember. It's reasonable. Yeah, and, and he doesn't freak out. Much. Yeah. It, he contains himself. He does. For sure. So he, they kind of have a little conversation. Um, she starts to kind of figure out why she's been locked away but not really at the same time like she's, she's starting to put the pieces together they have a really good conversation eugene wanders off and gothel fucking shows up and starts to put yeah, in the she's plan. standing there being scary as fuck mm-hmm. starts to put in the plan the plan into motion about getting rapunzel back into the tower into a point where she will never want to leave again and she goes back to the you know mother knows best manipulation song Except this one's like I would this is the one where I was like curled up on the couch finding myself weirdly like visibly upset and it was just the it's like where I'm involved the Disney hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> no, where they I'm had involved. me feel in some kind of way. <laughs> Woman scared the shot. Yeah, yeah no, but it very much was the like discomfort the way and of course the way they build the song is is meant to do exactly what it does very well you've had experience with a a particularly domineering parent dynamic it can be really scary to watch a situation where she uses everything like oh you're gonna make choices for yourself you're gonna fail this is gonna fuck you over you don't have anything good enough to offer if you give him the crown, he'll leave you immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, come back. You'll come crawling back, and I won't say I told you so, but I'm going to say I told you so. We'll say. Yeah, but this is me telling you now that I already know so. Yeah. So now you, you have no power. They've taken all the power back. Every choice you make from this point on is when you stop to think about it, it's a great way to expose kids to be aware that those type of people exist, too. That's true. I mean, Gotham plays her role for what she should. Right. Like, yeah, that, that, scare, well that scare is, has a Yeah, no, it does. I mean, if it's scaring us adults, it's going to scare some kids. I mean, and it might reveal to kids, too, that are living in a situation like that what the situation is if they can place it into their own lives. That's true, too. 
But oh, that's an interesting not, point. Will parents that are like Gothel let them see this movie? Don't know. Um, some parents like that, as long as they're watching TV and not out of the house. That's true. As long as they're quiet and right. not causing problems. Well, and I would argue if a kid was like, hey, mom, you kind of act like Gothel. If it, if your parent was a narcissist or abusive, I imagine they would just look at you and say, are you crazy? I don't lock you in a tower. But I'm, I would Move hope that life. there is it's a chance that you get a kid that tells a teacher or tells a friend, says, That's hey, true. have you ever compared my mom to this? You know, type of scenario. You know, just to be an eye opener. I think in that sense, maybe it should be like looking at it now. I want to show my son it and be like, don't pay attention to anything but this crazy woman. If you meet an adult like this. These adults can can and do exist. Right. You need to be on the lookout at the same time. Yeah. I mean, all the fairy tales I feel were originally meant to make kids aware of the danger and sometimes maybe to give the parents a little bit more control because of having that fear. But the world isn't always sunshine and rainbows. The only one that comes to mind is Cinderella, and where does it do that in that movie? Cinderella? Um, I don't know why that's the one that comes I mean, to mind, but it is. It's an evil stepmother that's very controlling. and But she gets out from underneath the evil stepmom. It's the evil stepmom gets with and, and, and gets rescued from, from that situation. Mm-hmm. All you can think of is it gives kids hope. Yeah. I, I don't yes, know. Yes, so. It also gives the very damaging concept that you can't escape unless someone get, gets you out. Which I think that's is very true. Your prince will come and save Although you. Although there is one version of Cinderella that says um, you, you can't get something by magic; you have to help yourself as well. Like oh. the fairy godmother is there, but she—I just watched that. Uh, the one with Brandy. It's the re- the what remake. Brandy. Yeah, yeah I well, love that one. The Rogers can't. Oh, well, I love weird. that one. I'm gonna go watch that after this. I there are three movie. versions of that movie. <laughs> you know. Oh, there are. The Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella. They made it as a TV special back in 1958 oh. with um, Julie Andrews, and then they did it in 1964 with Leslie Ann Warren, and then they did it in 1997 with Brandy. Brandy. Yeah, that's what you I are know. right. Whitney Houston actually says that line because I noticed it on Disney Plus. A couple weeks back and was like, oh, I don't have to go down and get my DVD. And I was showing it to a friend who hadn't seen it. So, yeah, she actually says that in it, which was which was great. They a little bit upgrade it. There's also the version of Cinderella called Ever After with Drew Barrymore that has no magic. And that I love that movie so much. And then if you can find it, there's also a movie based on the Gregory Maguire book. Uh, Confessions of an Ugly Stepsister, where Cinderella's the villain and there's no magic. Oh, I'd love to watch that. And Carol Channing is in that. I own that. I have that. I have that movie. We can watch. We can watch. You have to make a road trip sometime (laughs) down, and we'll just sit and watch. I have a lot of weird Disney films. Yeah. All right. I think think we need to do Cinderella soon. So to let you know, Confessions of an Ugly Stepmother is a Disney film. On top of it. Oh, oh really? It was on the Wonderful World of Disney. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Right. I think we're going to have to figure out how to do D- Cinderella sometime soon. So, okay. Anyways, Gothel's things uh, I know better than you. <laughs> yeah, Gothel shames the shit out of Rapunzel again and plays on all of her insecurities. She also figures out that Flynn slash Eugene likes Rapunzel or is beginning to like Rapunzel. 
besides you. Yeah, that, she's got to stomp yeah. that shit out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she catches on. Yep. And then Maximus shows up. My note literally says, oh, wait, well, both of my notes say, Gothel sings another asshole song and leaves. And then Maximus yes, shows up. He's just like, <laughs> yeah. trauma, 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 poof, into the night. Yeah. Like some horrible yeah. stepmother. Yeah. And he's more dog than horse. Yes. More than horse. <laughs> yeah. Dog horse. No, 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 no. Well, yeah. My note underneath that says the whole point is that Gothel needs to maintain control and letting Rapunzel go takes that away. I don't know why I wrote that yeah. part. I think that was because they, she well, left after the song and we hadn't seen the next scene yet. Maybe. Where she where she brings it all back together with so her plan. Bring- yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then she like she sets forth this thing she's been setting up since she figured out in the bar. She's kind of been setting up this plot with his right. partners. Before. She's telling everyone to be patient. Now she's going to fuck everything up. And put it um, in motion. Rapunzel doesn't, like, she doesn't give the crown right away, which I... I don't know. I have th- communication is key, and it probably would have helped if she had just turned around and been like, "This is my horrible stepmom. You want this crown?" <laughs> right? Because, well, I don't know. I think at that point the Flynn would have overrode the Eugene, and he would have been like, "Fuck yeah, see a bitch." You know, I don't. Maybe you might be right. I don't think Eugene was there yet to do that. Like no, I don't know. I think little childhood he he might have been there because when he comes back, he's babbling away to himself about how he he would like to have a hand. So he turns into a child immediately. Sorry, you you and Richard were both talking to me at once. What? Oh shit! Sorry. No, what were you you saying? Please go ahead. No, what were you saying? Oh me? Oh shit! Yeah, I was like, he does have a moment where I, I think he gets a little more vulnerable with her because he's walking over and doing this thing that I think is very sweet, where he kind of stops and he's like, are you okay? And she's like, just lost in thought because no communication skills. He just right. kind of shrugs like, your hair's pretty cool and that's all great. Will I get superpowers? I would like superpowers. Can I have super strength? That's like, true. I, I think he calls himself yeah. superhuman good looks. And he doesn't so meet God. Imagine the possibility. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't meet Oswald till the very end. Um, but then they have their quiet night, like you said. He he's on and on about having superpowers in his hand now. And then they go the next day. They but they do they do get to the city. Like they do get there. There's just yeah. nothing that stops them from making it to the city in time. Like that's not a plot point to this movie. Um, so they get to the so, city. Like, My biggest question here. My biggest question, though, is how does nobody recognize that she's the fucking missing princess? I mean, in my in my point, like, she's twenty years older. Yes, but there's a giant fucking mosaic okay. on the wall. So, so think of think of Sleeping Beauty when she's when Maleficent is asking if they've sought out this princess, and they're like, "We've checked all the cradles." And she's laughing like a loon because they're looking for a baby. And they haven't dawned on them that the baby has grown up. Yeah. I, I think it just That's shows that people are idiots. She also like goblins for minions. She didn't have people. 
people in a city that were celebrating a day specifically created for this one chick that's now wandering around. Yes, it did laugh because it's Rotland. Yes, I have been to Rotland. I've been to St. Jay. Yes, yes, I have. Their McDonald's was something out of the 90s. That was less than, what, five years ago? Yeah, Yeah, they cleaned all the walls and it fell down. There's no McDonald's there anymore. Well, and there was a video store, which also stunned me. And the, and the movie theater was just oh. two theaters. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wait, remember, remember a few years back when I went and saw the nightmare, um, the last unicorn in theaters? Yeah. Was it? Really? Yeah. Were they redoing it? Yeah, they were yeah, redoing it. Special, it. Remastered it. Yeah, they remastered it. It was a special one night thing. Got to meet Peter Beagle, all that fun stuff. But you remember that night, right? Yeah, well, Richard was there, too. But Richard had never been to St. Jay before, so he got to see all of the crazy nuances of St. Jay that night. Fun fact, I eat a McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so you went to the theater and went to McDonald's. Hey. And the video store. And okay. We're sitting at the McDonald's, and I look down, and just, I, I want to say it's oh, down a hill. Yeah, it is. Because I'm looking down a yeah. hill, and I look at Chris, and like, is that a video store? And it's like, I have to. I have to go in. It's 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 right there next to the welcome center. It's like my house, only you know smaller. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I went in, drooled. I actually bought a couple of of videotapes at the time that were used. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. No one realizes she's the princess. Eugene has. A great day with Rapunzel. They like you finally see that Eugene is starting to like turn around and be like, okay, maybe I, I like I do have feelings for this girl, and I do want to be a better person. And like somebody was it you, Cat, that mentioned how they stole the cupcakes or if they actually bought them or not. I don't remember. There's who. a moment where they're running around town, and it's kind of the dance sequence. We get this really nice like. Uh, Beautiful, yeah, as always. Um, but there's within the montage of them like dancing and the town and them doing fun things, there's a point where they kind of hide and each have a cupcake and they're like giggling to each other. I was immediately like, What is it with Disney and tricking women into stealing shit? Listen, food (laughs) is life, lady taste the chickens. Jasmine had the apple. <laughs> yeah, like I don't what is it with Disney being like, let's see if we can get a good girl to steal some shit in this movie. I just thought it was I was like, did and I have no proof they might have just been like eating cupcakes being cute. To me, because they hid, I was like, did they fucking just steal cupcakes? <laughs> now I, I will <laughs> say that I think that the whole purpose of having the scene with the town. Etc. was so that she would have the memory of the sun later. Yeah. I think that's the only purpose that, of that entire town that's sequence. Yeah, like the town montage with the, yeah. and they do keep zooming on to that piece of cloth he gives her with the yeah. and the kids all form the sun in their dance and as the sun, the sun, the sun, the, the sun. sun. The sun. Yeah. yeah, and it does show too that there is good out there. Like, cause I mean, I'll have a really good day and it's like, everybody's happy and excited and 
Yeah, it shows her very much like the moment when he realized when she realizes Flynn does not have pointy fangy teeth. Um, <laughs> not all dark and scary and horrible and horrendous, and everybody did not immediately try to disembowel her publicly or whatever fucking crazy shit Gothel had put in this poor girl's head. Right. Like, beautiful. It was a beautiful experience. It was very sweet, and they braided her hair. That braid, though. Oh, with the Anna lookalikes? Yeah, they were all little Annas. There was lots of them. Here are their tiny Annas, and they braided her yeah. hair into what must have been a 120-pound braid. I don't know, but it was freaking awesome. With all the flowers in it. It was so pretty. It was beautiful, but it looked like, I kept being like, oh, her neck. But I mean, she drives the hair around yeah. on a regular basis. So. That's another thought, though. I suppose that if she had gone to town before, if, if Gothel hadn't kept at some point, that those same triggers would have realized she was the princess. I so that was why too. she was so strong not to let her near the town and give her whatever horror story she could. And the sun yeah. symbol from the lanterns, too. So right. it's too close to the lanterns and can see them. I mean, I guess it makes sense. I don't have to like it. No. We're talking about a psychopathic control freak, which she is, so. Yes. So, we go through this. We have, like, two really cool, like, montage scenes. Well, not montage scenes, but, like, two really nice scenes back-to-back. Because we have the montage town scene, and then the whole lantern scene is just fucking beautiful. beautiful. I still remember just the first time I saw it. Yeah, it's just so good. It is. It's gorgeous. It's right up there with the opening scene of Beauty and the Beast. It's right up there with the scene where Ariel comes out of the water and sees the fireworks for the first time. It's it's just a pretty scene that just moves you into that world and really makes you want to draw that good. (laughs) Yeah, and for me, in in addition to that, it's the beginning of the Lion King when it would have finishes out and it goes to the boom at the yeah. end. Like it. Yeah. I still cry. I still it's cry. About it. It's fucking My son awesome. makes fun of me for crying. Cause it just immediately like, and it moves us. And I'm like, yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> <Dude>, it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. We'll have to record it sometime and it'll just, we'll put it up on the, on the group of just a recording of me trigger crying at Lion King. Somewhere I have the, um, the making of special that was hosted by Elton John for CBS with the making of the Lion King, but they go in depth on that song. Mm. Um, oh, I that that would be cool. Cause it's, it's a really cool special. I have in my notes here. I have in my notes a couple of different times that this feels like here. One of my notes here says that, um, Eugene really seems like he's falling for her, that he's the better character. My other note here with the lantern scene is that it feels like it's more of Eugene's story, like he says in the beginning. You know, so I just, I don't know why, but those scenes especially, where I know it's supposed to be all about Rapunzel learning and getting the experience, all this stuff, but there's those few points where it focuses on Eugene. It's just like, no, this this is his story. Like, this is about and him. This the scene, especially with the lanterns, is really the first time he's done anything that's not selfish. Mm-hmm. So, right, so you see, see you character see, development. Like, from Flynn is gone at this point. And it's Eugene. It's Eugene. Yeah. The second he breaks down to tell her who he really is, you know, there's something. Yeah. But but that cements it. Yeah, that cracks, that cracks, cracks the Flynn Eugene thing. But this when they're on the boat with the lanterns, it's Eugene. Like absolutely full on Eugene. And that's when we find out that 
she has the crown and she tro- tries to give it to him and he t- he doesn't want it and then he sees the one of the two stabbington bros and is like all right i gotta take care of this and prompt like well, i'll do it again i would say this is where communication would have really helped because he mm-hmm. gets all cagey and shit and starts acting weird, which immediately triggers Rapunzel's insecurities because Gothel set it up to do so. The moment he was going to act yeah. weird, she was going to be insecure immediately because she already has that. He's going to leave you, Seed. Why would he want you? It's just the crown. You're actually real ugly and fat. Right. <laughs> which isn't the case at all. She does. Like, she, she does, but that's not the case. Like, Eugene is, and I will, I will offend this man. He honestly is. <laughs> going, like, his plan to go and give the crown to the brothers and be like, I want nothing to do with this. I'm done. Walk away. Like he was going to go back to Rapunzel and they were going to go finish their night, have a lovely evening. And, and I don't know what they were going to do. But then <laughs> maybe they were going to live in a cabin. They were going to get horny on me. what they were going to do. Um, but the fucking Gothel and the Stabbington brothers fuck it up. Like, they, oh, it's so sad. <laughs> it's sad. Yeah, because he chose her over the crown. So he did choose, yes. And but to and to be fair, these two brothers, I want to say they're dicks, but to be fair, they've been removed from Eugene for a minute. So as far as they're concerned, he is just holding out on them. Eugene, Eugene has like several strikes against him by this point with those two mm-hmm. brothers. There, he's like he ditched them in the beginning. It was like, no, no, I'll help you up. Hands are full. Bye. He kind of deserves like, what he gets, really. Yeah. Well, their perspective on him is very accurate to what they've experienced, which is he must have something better because he's cagey like that. Yeah. Well, and I, th- I think they know too about Rapunzel. They have to because they, they talk about how, you know, oh, he's got something, you know, that's shiny and gold. Well, they say something about her hair, right. but I want to believe that it's probably more what Gothel said will hurt him, and she gives them a script. Yeah. And they just follow, follow it. Follow it, right. I don't think they really understand. Yeah. I don't think she would let that out. She's no. not dumb. She's manipulative. Yeah, she would have just given That's them a That's true, because that would mean she would have to share now, right. and she doesn't want to do that. That would be a vulnerability for her. That would be dumb. Yeah, and she doesn't want to share. But yeah, I think I think her her the boys it's saying what right they right. do is probably very scripted from Gothel. She they say magic hair. They're going to take that as a joke, right? They're going to be like yeah, whatever, right? And then, okay, but if it's going to get the if it's going to get the Flynn, we'll do it. You know, and, like, you know, they get the crown in the end. So yeah. So they set this all up. The brothers tie Eugene to the boat. Go to Rapunzel and Gothel's there too, right? Are all three of them there? She's just- hiding because she's going to rescue Rapunzel. That's right. She's the world is bad and scary. Right. Because she's going to rescue them from the boys. Because they chase after her. Right. And she makes it look like she defeated, defeated them her own. own. Yeah. And she's the hero. Despite how evil Rapunzel was toward her, she would still defend her to the death. Because right. it's her daughter. Yes. But yeah. I, I don't remember. Was, was it her or the two boys that were like, oh, yeah, Eugene's not coming back. See, he's over there on the bus. The two boys. It was the boys. Okay. It was the two guys who are like, because she's like, he wouldn't do that. We just had this great talk. Yeah. And yeah. Like, yeah, that's right. yeah, like, yeah. See, there he is over there. He fucking dipped. Like, they, they were there to give her false facts and to install fear. Yeah. And in doing so, they got the crown and. 
got to make Eugene. Yeah, like yeah whatever band, else cop. Which they succeeded in doing, and then he gets because he's knocked out. We find out when he hits the docks that he's unconscious and tied to the boat. Yep. Which what he's is this? Like the end of time that dude's been hit in the head? Holy shit. Yeah, right? It's surprising he can even form proper sentences. That poor guy. <laughs> there was like so many concussions. Oh. I feel bad for him. But so he gets thrown in the jail. Apparently Max has a change of heart at some point and decides well, Max and him they, they start to get along. That's right. That's yeah. right. I forgot. Yeah, we didn't mention that. When when Rapunzel makes him sit and be a good horse, they do start to get along. And they, they fight for 24 and- hours. Oh, no, there's yeah. a point where I don't think Maximus likes Eugene yet. I think he, he sees Eugene freaking out and yelling about Rapunzel being in trouble. And he realizes he's on her side. Yeah. yeah. And he's already seen him have personal growth. Like, when he didn't steal something, the horse wasn't going to eat it. He's like, no, 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 I paid for it. And then the horse, the horse was okay. It. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Except he paid for most of them, and the whole horse has a whole ass anxiety attack over it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the apples are gone. You know, I think this movie's about the horse. Lord, the movie's about Maximus. It's a Maximus movie that Flynn and Rapunzel <laughs> are in. Star in, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Max realizes something's up. And it's Max that goes and gets the Snuggly Duckling crew to he does. help fix the jail. Like, but in the meantime, Rapunzel gets back to the tower. She has the sun flashback, which makes her realize that Gothel is... And she accuses her directly to her face, which is very out of character. But she's also spent yeah. the last few hours with Eugene. But still to have somebody have that kind of control to be yeah. able to just confront them like that? Yeah, no, that's... That was a little... That was crazy. I, I accepted it for the story, but... It's it, reality. It, reality, it probably wouldn't have gone over that smoothly. Or it would have. And then it the, wouldn't have gone that smoothly, but I did think it was accurate how Rapunzel finally starts to, like, genuinely push back. Right. And you, like, clearly the whole time she's been the bad guy, but now she's willing to get violent. But those right. flashbacks are from when she was two. Like, and after she spent the day in town, how would she know that they were even real flashbacks or something? That made no sense. It didn't. Like, because of the way they did it. Disney Prince Magic! (laughs) This version didn't even have the lettuce. (laughs) I mean, it had flower. Right? Which, I mean, in the flower's defense, it's a very pretty flower. And it's a drop of sun. It's a very pretty flower. So, I mean, it's, it's... it's, it's not bad. It was drawn that way. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. It was drawn that way. <laughs> we made that joke. We we both very much love Jessica Rabbit, so we make that joke on a regular basis. We do. We do. <laughs> oh, I love her so much. I, I'm a really big Disney fan. There, you'd be hard pressed to find something I don't know or haven't seen. Yeah, I, I have. I've had an extensive background. I finally found this year my movie I've been searching for for 30 years called Meet the Muncies, and nobody's ever heard of that. Yeah, no idea. Stars Vanna. Well, Vanna White guest stars in it. Vanna White? White. Yeah. Like the Wheel of Fortune? Vanna White, yeah. It's a TV movie. I was going to say that. that Give me a letter, girl? Damn. It was written by Chris Carter of, um, you know, um, X Files fame. Oh. Oh. 
Well, oh. he did. He did family friendly stuff. He did brand new life, and he did Rags to Riches, or the second season of Rags. So he does other family things, but he eventually went totally sci-fi. There's your fun fact that you didn't really know or want to know for the day. (laughs) Fun Fun facts with (laughs) Rupert! Amazing! (laughs) So, so they're gonna break Eugene Eugene gets arrested. Max figures out that he really is on Rapunzel's side. He goes to get the Snuggly Duckling crew. Rapunzel faces Gothel after having flashbacks flashbacks of the sun and realizes that she's the missing princess. Um, <laughs> my note says Rapunzel suddenly grows a brain and some balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she does oh, though. But this the snuggly and then that stuff kind of like all, all happens at that, the end of the movie, you know, bit where we get both themes at like the same time. So they're kind of going back and forth. Um You've got to rescue her from the tower. Right, you know, they there. they rescue Jean, him and Jack's bullet for the tower. He calls for her hair. Gothel at this point has switched it. Right. Yeah. Has, well he's got her no, see, No, he's got her. You're right. He's got Rapunzel tied up. Right. And throws her hair for her. Throws the hair down for her to have Eugene come up. And then she fucking stabs him. And then she stabs the shit out of that guy. She escalated from mental manipulation to straight up homicide. Now you see, in the fairy tale theater one, I would have expected that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Expected some stabbing to go on. Honestly, Mother Gothel seems to be the person in in this film that's all mental and doesn't do physical. No. So seeing her stab him was a very strange, something unexpected where you go, oh, you know, this, she's finally cracked. (laughs) Oh, murder. Murder has entered the chat. She's desperate in like... It's her magic flower. She needs it. Extremely desperate. I mean, she aged pretty Very much like abusive relationships... They say that when she really is, because it's super interesting because the she gets angry and she takes the the apple and she realizes Snow White's awake and she throws it at her mirror and as the mirror starts to break she starts to age and the mirror is what kept her whole. And when the mirror explodes, she explodes. Well, the flower's magic. So the flower wasn't really making her younger. Don't think like Stardust where they could suck the life out of a star and become young and have that aging process again. This is more, this is more like a hocus pocus thing. I was just thinking that. Where they, they, she she has to, she keeps doing it and that's why she refreshes it so often. See her do it Kind of fast for more than one lifetime. Yeah. So she seems to be doing this like on a weekly basis to prevent her age. But it rewinds time far back more than what... So something is skewed with that time frame. They don't explain it well. They do say in the beginning, they mention something, how she's really, like, been around... Like, she's really old when she finds it, and she does this for a really long time. I assume that she did it over the centuries by waiting until she aged and then sucked it back. and then, But then... Uh, apparently, she has to do it more often. Maybe the magic's different since it's technically because I mean she was doing it initially from the source of the flower. Now that source has gone not only through the queen 
butt into the princess. And the second so source ends, she ends. She doesn't even get to live out like it just instantly it's catches just, off. Yeah, so maybe it's a diluted source now, which is why she has to do it more often, which is why when Eugene cuts her hair, Gothel turns into... It's something that I feel like should be explained if we accept it on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what'd you say, Kat? I just said she exploded into dust. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she did. She got Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> and I have to point out, we'll, I'm sure we'll go back to, to Eugene getting stabbed here in a second, but fucking Pascal is the one that trips her with Rapunzel's hair so she falls out the window. That little does some dirty shit. Yes, he does. He's shady. He does more than just he that. He is a quiet yeah. little manipulator. He learned some shit over that year. Over he the just year. viewed it all and he was like, this shit's done. Done. Yep. <laughs> He's like, I'm getting out of this tower. This is some bullshit. Yeah. It's so You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, she... She stabby stabs. She does stab you. Like a psychopath. No. And uh, yeah. Rapunzel makes the deal. She says she'll stop fighting. She's allowed to save him. Which is a big ass trade, in my opinion. What happened? What row? I don't know what's happening. Can't hear anything. Marco. Oh no. So we had some technical difficult difficulties. I can word. So um the, the previous it's probably gonna be weird when you listen to this, but we'll go back and see if I can't fix it or not when I do my editing. But if not, you know, fuck it, run it, we do this shit live. Anyways. Where we, left, where we left off was Gothel stabbing um when Eugene Gothel has Eugene stabs Eugene and Rapunzel makes the deal saying that she will willingly go with Gothel if she can save Eugene's life. And so she does. Like she won't she won't argue, we'll pretend this never happened, we'll con- you know, we'll move on. We'll move forward. 
I feel like we've lost our flow and our momentum because we just took yeah, the last. It, well, it's, it's that relinquishing of control. If you give me this one last request, I will relinquish control to you. And that's really all Gothel wanted in the end was just to not have to work to keep this thing. And so right. she's not right. going to do more of that trade. She's like, okay, fine. But Eugene's got to plot up his sleeve. Eugene has a plan when rapunzel goes over to save him she he fucking cuts her hair which you said last time that it frees her like she is now useless to gothel and his last dying dying act was for something was purely self unselfish selfish right. yeah, purely selfless yes this is gothel off and she explodes into a thing of dust well, she starts to age really, really she quickly. Does. And that's when Pascal pushes her, trips her out the window. Yeah, Pascal's apparently a serial killer too, and we just didn't know. See, he learned it from Gothel. Which is just a bad influence. We yeah, just didn't really? know he learned it from Gothel. I didn't <laughs> remember mentioning that it was it was odd because um lately Disney has really Disney-fied their stuff and mm -hmm. they don't kill their their characters anymore. And um it, it was a nice it was a nice throwback to to some of that darker time. Yeah. You know, where yeah, like this one immediately it's... comes to mind. The Wicked Witch from Snow White, of uh, course. Even Maleficent gets stabbed. Ursula. It's true. From um Disney's Tarzan. They literally show him being hung. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, and there's blood in Tarzan, which is particularly uncommon, too, I would say. What you missed during the interruption was like all the gay jokes because that's apparently how we roll. <laughs> so, like, listen, my husband approved. Whatever. I <laughs> Hear you. He's in the other room cooking. Well, he would have. He would have. He, he was emotionally there. We. He know. was. Yeah. Joshua totally would have. Subjective approval. It's fine. He probably would have his eyes at me. Yeah, he probably would have. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So. Amazing. So Flynn, Flynn, or Eugene. We're not Flynn anymore. We're Eugene. Selfish, selflessly cuts Rapunzel's hair, freeing her from Gothel. Pascal commits fucking murder suicide. Not suicide, murder. <laughs> he does. I, Jesus. And Rapunzel calls back to the other movies and we get the magic tears. But instead of just curing Eugene's sight, it brings him back to life. Yeah, he he's not sightless. He's just lifeless. alive. Yeah, he's lifeless. <laughs> he's still a list, but it's lifeless, not sightless. Yeah, well, and in this one, I would like I've seen lots of things where people are like close to dying. Eugene is is dead. Dead. Resurrect dead. him from the dead as if she's Jesus. It's bananas. <laughs> like curing blindness seems far more reasonable. <laughs> Make a Jesus joke. Maybe. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 You're killing cat. Well, it's time to kill yeah. Jesus. Sorry, <gasps> oh no! What have I done? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyways, Rapunzel brings Eugene back to life. 
And then we have to wonder if she still has power in her body because obviously the power was still there. That's true. So you have to wonder how much of that is still. But we don't know. Tangled series doesn't do the what if she has to survive without her hair. They magically give her her fucking hair back. That's because they didn't think it through. They were like, let's see how we can make money. Yay! Yeah, that was probably lazy writing. I would argue that it's the time old lesson of like the power was in you all along. And that year. I that seems Captain America. Captain Planet vibes. He's a hero. Wow. <laughs> yes. We did. We did just do that. Oh my god, did you, you did you see the newest Rick and Morty episode? They do a spin-off of yet. fucking Captain, Captain Planet. Planet. It's uh, Planet Planetira, Planetara, Planet something. Oh my oh no. god. I still have two VHSs of Captain Planet. I miss Captain Planet. It's, it's a good episode. I don't know if I really miss if, it. If you don't watch Rick and Morty, you have to watch this episode for the Captain Planet references. Honestly, only two episodes. But I, I now have them, so I can actually catch Hulu. up. We don't endorse Hulu either, but it is on Hulu. I endorse DVDs. I fully believe in hard copying everything. And I like to pirate movies. No. Um, <laughs> oh, I do. Not- oh, my God. I don't pirate anymore. Do you pirate any less? Yeah, it's because I don't pirate anymore. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we keep getting off track. So she resurrects him with a tear straight up from the dead. Gothel has exploded into a dusty pile of grossness at the bottom of the tower because Pascal murdered her. I wonder if the Thanos comment made it. It made a comment about how Gothel got Thanos. Oh, I don't think it Yes, she did. It might have. I don't know if it did or not. Anyway, if it didn't, it's a great comment. If it did, you're hearing it twice. (laughs) (laughs) Reinforce that. Gothel got snapped. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and that's pretty much how the movie ends. Like, they get... Yeah, and then, you know, she goes home and realizes she's no, the princess. He, he says that she, he, she asked him or something. Right, but it, it happens a long time after. Afterwards. You, get the, in, you get the knowledge that it will yeah, happen. But basically, the, for, the, for the movie part, because we do get a little bit where, where Eugene does like a, an over monologue thing where he talks about they get married and live happily ever after. kind of would be refreshing to actually see them go and not have the characters actually get married for a change. <laughs> Frozen. Like That's a couple points I'd like to throw in. It is a whole other kettle of mess, but they do that. What's Elsa say in the movie? You can't just marry somebody you met. Or you can't marry somebody you just met. Yeah, well, and in this movie, I I would like to reinforce that this has been 48 hours. And I Googled it. She's barely 18. Like, within 24 hours of 18. And he is 25. And in a minute, was 16. Ariel was in the 30s, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ariel was thinking and gave up her whole lifestyle just to the, for the chance to pursue him. Yeah, yeah like not even Ariel. On me. I mean, and all he knew was he liked her voice. Because you can totally judge an entire relationship off that. Yeah, off pretty uh, singing. That's Disney does hurt Hans Christian Anderson a lot. Speaking of Frozen. <laughs> 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 Back to Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So the next part, well, the next actual like 
what I would consider part of the movie is just this wordless montage of the king and the queen getting told that the princess is home and them meeting her for the first time and having a nice big family hug and everything's happy-go-lucky. Releasing more paper lights. Yes, they do release more lanterns. More paper lanterns. Did you guys think it was weird, though, that they totally recognized without question their 18-year-old daughter who now has short brown hair? I did. Uh, I said it. It's like, oh my god, because yes, let's just have this random person enter our home. And you know, and here the kingdom. I did say that she looks like be more guarded. <laughs> I did say she she does kind of look like her mom, but you know that's movie magic. And yeah, no, there's and it is weird because the 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 king and the queen totally accept this brunette when their daughter was blonde. Yet the entire fucking kingdom cannot recognize a blonde-headed kid that looks ironically a lot like the queen and the missing princess. But but like they running around would recognize your own children before others. Probably because they're your mistakes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Look, I made her laugh. I made a funny. <laughs> we have to end this. We can go cook dinner. They lived Fair. happily ever after, right? Yeah, yeah, they did actually, and they actually got so the TV movie. show. Right, they did. If you, if you, okay, forget the TV show. TV show doesn't exist. <laughs> okay. mean after a long relationship and all this other fun stuff, they finally do get married because she asks him, and everything was happy go lucky, and it all ended well. And I don't. The lesson know. is: if you are particularly poor, to just find a mentally abused wealthy girl. And then marry her. No. The moral oh, no? story is when you have pregnancy cravings, stay in your own fucking garden. Well, that's for the <laughs> Dude. For the Disney story, it's if you have magic hair, look out. Make sure you care. <laughs> this is why I went bald. This is why oh, you went no. bald. Lizards are serial killers. Lizards are serial killers. Oh my god, maybe that's Zim's problem. That's, that's why he's true. so pissed. That's Adrian's problem. That's why Adrian's so pissy. He's a serial killer. Like it, it's, and it's not. He really wants to trip you down a flight of stairs. <gasps> Watch yourself. With that. It's it's animals in general. Oh my god, cats are definitely serial killers. Oh yeah, um, and they can't sing worth shit. Oh, I'm sorry, I saw that movie. Well, I saw pieces of them. Like the Broadway. No, I saw. Well, okay, Broadway is good. The new movie they just did last year, it's fucking trash. I haven't even seen it from the unless you have seen Cats, it holds no merit to you. So, like, unless you've actually seen that, that's just like a weird, freaky CGI movie where Taylor Swift sings the worst she's ever sang, which is super weird. At least they could make fun of themselves. They did on the Oscars. They made did fun they? Of, the, of themselves. Thank God. I'm yeah. glad they knew that that wasn't good. That was so bad. I had to see the first three minutes of it because I went to Star Wars on opening night and the reels got switched. <gasps> yeah. Oh. You should have heard that audience. Oh. No one was happy. Oh but yeah, no, I, I, I like the Broadway original one, but the, the new one is, is trash. Yes. Why did we bring this? On a scale of 110, a it's 1. A negative. Not even. Negative. negative. Yeah. It's a negative 10. It's it was like, it's it. not worth owning on hard copy ever. It's not worth owning. I saw the commercials and I was like, yeah, this is trash. I don't want to. That is very true. I would watch poor animation before I watch that again. I'd watch a lot of things before I watch that again. 
I'd watch fucking Zoolander, and I hate them. <laughs> my friends was like, oh, you love it, it's fucking hilarious. I can't get that two hours back in my life ever. Yeah, but there's people that still out there that like Joel Schumacher, for God's sakes. Yeah. The man that gave Batman. Oh, I am watching the weirdest shit out my window. I'm so sorry. That's okay. We're just babbling. What's going on? Yeah. Ex- so there's explain. a real nice. Uh, say Mustang. I think it's a Mustang. It's purple. Ooh. It looks brandy fucking new. And this guy who was driving the Mustang, getting out, talking to a FedEx truck, trying to pay the FedEx driver for something. <laughs> Listen, don't judge. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying not to, but I'm like, this looks like some criminal activity, motherfuckers. What he has are you an unhappy about? home life. He's tangled, everybody. We'll be back next time. <laughs> <laughs> what do we want to do next time? What are we going to oh. do? Who do you? Oh, well, do you, if you. Um, if- I would love to pick apart Frozen. There's the Cinderella I was say, idea. If you're going to be on this regularly, do you want to pick our next movie? We just kind of rotate. Be Thirty di- editions of Cinderella with you. But that's okay because I know them all. I can just bring them up randomly. Okay. Do we want to do Cinderella? learn about all the Cinderellas. I would really love to kill Frozen, though. I would love to pick that apart because that movie makes me so angry. Do you want to do Frozen then? Oh, we dragging Frozen. Okay, everyone. Yeah, let's do Frozen. Don't forget to let it go. I haven't been able to let it go. go. Let it go. All right. (laughs) So I guess we're gonna do Frozen next time. We're gonna do more locking people in rooms. They turning, but they're cold rooms. I don't care what anybody says. I will defend Elsa. They did her dirty. Have you ever read the Snow Queen, though? I have not read. They the did do her dirty. They were like, "Your feelings are too big. Don't leave this room." The Snow Queen's amazing. Is it a short story? I would hate you. Girl. <laughs> it's a fairy tale. It's, a, it's just just a regular fairy tale. It's written by Hans Christian Andersen. Oh. Oh, it's it's no- hand, it's hand, yeah. yeah. Snow Queen. But the Snow Queen, it very little. If if you think. Tangled didn't bring a lot over from Rapunzel. The Snow Queen mur- is murdered by Frozen. Oh, oh no. On that note, we will tell you that you have homework to go read The Snow Queen by Hans Christian Andersen. You can always check out the Fairy Tale Theater episode with Melissa Gilbert. We're going to watch that one. If we're going to do Frozen, oh, okay. I will do The Snow Queen one. The real one? The real yeah, one. That's yeah. awesome. Right. I have to end this, though, because I, I have it set up to stop, and then we just keep babbling. Fair. Fair. All right. Thank yeah, you, everybody. Week. Thanks for letting me show up. Of course. Like, we'll thanks for out. coming and doing this. Yeah, we'll figure out something that's a bit more convenient next time, so hopefully we don't have the interruptions like we did this week. <laughs> yeah, right. Because problems. Again, more promises of us getting better. We're just not better yet, but we will be. It's fine. Don't worry about it. one I've ever done. And I've never is- been on a podcast. <laughs> We've had more problems this week than we have in the last two weeks. Goodbye, everybody, for real this time.